All right, so I'm on the old uh, I'm on the old Facebook. I guess those are considered reels now, right? The the little the, the right. I don't yeah. know what anything is anymore. I don't call them anything. Weren't yeah. they stories? Now Whatever. they're reels. What's Facebook? What's Instagram? Instagram has reels, Instagram but has reels. Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah, but you were on Facebook. Continue. Okay, it was you know it's a little like it's the little thirty second videos, the little the little jabbers, thirty to sixty second or whatever, and it's a gender reveal party for uh, twins. Okay, and the guy is hitting two golf balls at a driving range, and when the golf ball is hit, it explodes. A powder is emitted, uh, thus showing everyone at this party who or what what the gender of the child is going to be turns out it was two boys but i said okay and mind you at this point this this video has like ten thousand views uh <clears throat> i said i can't believe that people are still celebrating something that's a 50 50 chance of happening okay man the fucking kens and the karens of the world merged and created like a captain planet karen okay it broke broke fucking bad on me you sound like a, a swell person. You sound so lovely. You're an asshole. Uh, <clears throat> being a parent and celebrating it isn't a bad thing. Da 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 da. da. Went on and on. Jesus Christ, man. Like I, I gotta, I gotta give this shit up. I gotta quit, quit making a stand. I don't know how to feel about it because I feel the way you feel, but I also know that it's it's one of those deals where you don't go poking around like at the. Uh, at the alligator's food. Like, you know you shouldn't. And you know it's bullshit. And you know it's just like you're just going to be stirring up trouble. So don't. Don't throw a rock at the hornet's nest. All the hornets are going to sting you. Because all the hornets are flocking to that same nest. All the ones that care about that video, that watch that video, that were there at the filming of that video, they're into that video and everything about that video. And here comes old Wesley Fox with the big stupid stick. Let's go banging around. Yeah. I guess I, guess I could have like could have had a little more... Uh... A little more couth, uh, under, knowing that a video like that is likely going to be viewed by people who love these types of things, who are sociopaths and narcissists themselves. Like, oh my God, I love, I love me a good gender reveal party. I love me a good gender reveal party. And then, who the hell's this asshole? It's 50 50 chance to celebrate. What the fuck? Does he not know what this is? Who the hell is he? Uh, I should have known better. I should have fucking known better, but God, these people. And then, to my credit, I said, you do you. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I understand that my comment isn't going to stop these. The trend is never going it, to, it, it's never going to taper. It's just going to keep going up and up. It's going to be the norm for most people anyway. Oh, God, these fucking people, they were relentless. Like 30, 40 some odd comments. And no, no, it's not counting replies of my own. Yeah, that's not surprising. It's not surprising at all. Just that I got I That's... think that we should get in the gender reveal business, if I'm being perfectly square with you. Because the type of folks that do a gender reveal party, they got money to spare on gender reveal parties. So mm -hmm. we could find all sorts of creative, flowery ways to get uh, gender reveal shit out there. We, we can, uh, we, I mean, we can, we can hop up some, uh, I don't know. Oh, like maybe we take uh, hillbilly money, right? Guys that own farms, and we, we, we steal their John Deere tractor for a day. Like, listen. I'm going to go put some either some blue or pink diesel gas inside your tractor. And when it's time to fire that puppy up, you're going to know if you're going to have to have a shotgun wedding or if you're going to take the shotgun to the wedding. How are we going to do this? Let's do it. $5,000. See you soon. 
some of these have created fucking ridiculous forest fires. You know, people have died. Uh, they, they've burned acres of, of, of valued property in forest line with these goddamn fireworks shows that go off. So if you're going to do it, I just want to be, you know, somewhat, uh, somewhat sound of my surroundings. I mean, if I know you and you do it, I'm making fun of you. Probably at your own fucking gender reveal party. So don't invite me. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Wes, like on the, 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 the stance. You just you shouldn't know what you were getting on Facebook. Yeah. What yeah. would you how would you reveal if you if you were to be one of these twats? Like, what would you do for your gender reveal? Would it be the golf balls? Would it be baseballs? Maybe like a wiffle ball game in the backyard. And then when somebody hits when somebody finally just crushes one, that's when you find out. Like, what would be the gender reveal for a Wesley Fox? God damn, man! It's, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I chug like a, uh, I chug a beer and I barf it up, whatever. And that barf, you know, I, I have put some sort of liner in there or, or shotgun a beer. Or Alan, you know about puking, puking rallies. I mean, I can somehow. I, I, they have to have something where you can like take a tablet, yeah. line your stomach with blue or pink, chug a beer. Watch everyone, there it is. <laughs> like, uh, like if you could like. Dye my weed. If you could like dye my weed, and then I just took a big old bong rip and exhaled like blue smoke. That's that's my that's my right there. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the way to go. I think you're right, Wes. And so what what it would be? You'd hire me. I'd come in. I'd say, listen, I have two pills here. You're gonna close your eyes. I'm gonna hand you one. You're gonna take it. About 10:30 tonight, after you've chugged a little bit of Jägermeister, we are going to paint the walls with your child's gender and reveal to the world what kind of therapy they're going to need in 25. Alan, they, they, these bongs are, are so sophisticated nowadays. They could probably get some sort of, like, RGB lighting in it, right? Yeah, there's definitely... Yeah, but see, I think the, the thing is, is, like, if as soon as you start tugging on it, then you're going to see the colored smoke or something, you're going to know. You need, like, a black glass bong or something. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't... There's just nothing. Until doesn't you're like, doesn't reveal it to you. Yeah. Yeah, but there'd yeah. be something there. But there'd be this excitement building there, like as like as like the torch starts to like melt the yeah. dab juice inside there, and you're like seeing it turn pink, and you're like getting all or you're getting all wide eyed. But you know you gotta you know you gotta clear the chamber, man. You gotta clear the chamber, and you're already all giddy. And then you just like hack fucking like lung butter all over the audience while you're celebrating, and like people are cheering. Prayer. You're just like head between your knees, like oh, oh my god, just too big of a hit. <laughs> Yeah, celebratory. <laughs> uh, and then you one of your stoner friends that, oh man, I knew it. I knew it was gonna be something. Man. <laughs> or, or, or it's like purple, and nobody like it throws everybody for a loop. You'd have no idea what gender the kid, the kid is. Is that what's that? What would be a hermaphrodite? No. I mean, I would think purple, right? It has to be. Is that, well, let's pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pink and blue. Yeah, I mean, because that's what they do. Like when politicians are trying to like straddle the line between red and blue, they go with the the purple tie. So yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say you were watching a gender reveal for a twenty-five-year-old college student. (laughs) I'm a they them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, could I mean that could work? It's not not out of the realm. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, but yeah, it's still. I'm still getting. I, I I had to dull the comments. I had to to, to like. I had to delete the uh, the comment that I was had because it was just like, uh, just, just way too many goddamn uh, <clears throat> notifications. Way too many people just telling me I was stupid and that I sounded lovely. There a lot of sarcasm. Guy just kept saying haters gonna hate. 
Hater's gonna hate, and I was like, ah, oh, God. People tell me I get, oh, you're, you. He was one of my classic responses. I said, obviously the baby shower wasn't enough, okay? So you had to have another party for the child who isn't even born yet. And then what? Now they have these things, and I will admit that I learned this while watching a Matt Walsh video about gender reveal parties, sipping bites or sipping, sipping seas, sipping seas. If you guys familiar with these? Yeah. No. That's the baby's born. Uh, then at the house of the parents, family and friends come by and they sip on some sort of beverage and they see the child for the first time. Oh, that's dumb. And it's another party. It's an occasion. That's That sounds super dumb. <sighs> like, I don't want to party. Like, yeah, no. That's that's worse. Was he was was your boy a proponent of this? I know you oh, didn't watch it. No, he uh, he basically we need to. I don't know if it was. You, Alan, you do you listen to one hundred five seven in the morning uh, on occasion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that like shovels of wisdom. Yeah, he, it was that, but he didn't call it a shovel of wisdom. I, I he he had a kind of a, a clever term for it. You know, right. we need to we need to get rid of these goddamn things. Well, that's Here's, yeah. It's like these milestones that used to be uh, celebrated once, if at all, are now being celebrated by the time you have your one year anniversary. You have 58 milestones that you uh, <clears throat> that you have to celebrate. You have to invite friends and family over for. And if they don't come, they're assholes because yeah. they said they, they politely said no. You know, yeah, it's like uh, like Kelly has carte blanche to fucking tell like most people who invite her to baby stuff to fuck off. Yeah, like. Like, like if it was like you and Sarah, like, I think she went to Bergen's, you know what I mean? Like, like certain people, but like by and large, like we, we've gotten a couple just randoms and we're like, no, no, thanks. We don't, we're never going to see that kid. We don't even care. Thanks, However, bye. you got to remember Wes, like these are, these people that are doing the gender reveal parties for the most part. Like I had my kid when I was like 35, like these are people in their twenties who just experienced their fifth grade graduation, their eighth grade graduation. Their, yeah. their graduation, graduation. They probably just recently graduated from college, and now they need more graduations. And so they have to graduate to gender reveal parties. They have to graduate to baby showers. They have to graduate. Now, that's the question. Do they do the gender reveal before the baby shower? Uh, and listen, take my view on this, or, or my, my knowledge on this for what it's worth. I understand that the baby shower comes first. And that's usually sometime uh, just after the – it's kind of more or less when the parents are comfortable announcing it and having a party. I understood it's after the first trimester. That's when it's safe. That's when you understand that the mm. occurrence of uh, you know, a, a miscarriage is, is a lot less, so you have it. And then sometime soon thereafter, uh, you, you have this extravagant event where die, you, know, you, you pop balloons, you, you pull a goddamn uh, – some sort of – quasi roman candle with a string and it pops out the other end and confetti falls from the sky like a goddamn magical male female y and x chromosome pixie dust took a shit somewhere that's uh, there you go I, I, you just gave me another great idea skeet shooting gen, skeet shooting gender reveal you have different Ooh. different clays and one of them will burst pink one of them will burst blue and you just blah blah and you just let the groom or whatever he is the father blast until he he blasts his baby uh, your two ideas so far are geared to a specific demographic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, yes, they are. Well, that's what we need to do. We need to expand the demographic because we can all fill up golf balls with uh, pink or blue. We can do all the things that have already been done. It's how do you do the thing that hasn't been done that sets you apart from the rest of them. Like, uh, like pinatas with pink and blue candies. Yeah, that's easy. I yeah. think you, you have like a catalog that, that's all different types of, of themes 
and gadgets and gizmos and explosives and devices, you know, anything. Christ, uh, something where we purchased uh, shit cars, okay? fifteen to $1,500 to $1,000 a pop. Someone someone was going to give away to a junkyard, all right? And you blow that fucker up. Or you run it into a, crack, a, a brick wall and shit admit, admits. I don't know. <laughs> shit, shit admits. <laughs> and by shit, I mean pink or blue dust. I, you have water, water themed things, but jet skis jumping through hoops of fire, uh, it, 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 archers, archers that, that shoot stuff, flaming things that, that light something like the fucking Olympics, the Olympic rings, either uh, emitted pink or blue. <laughs> I, medical spent- safe, medical safe die. We inject the two maybe fathers with it. And then they joust, and whoever strikes first blood not only reveals who the father is, but also reveals the gender of the child. Ooh, yeah, he's, he's bleeding blue. Yeah, get that's Mar- good for the Mori Povich crowd. Exactly. Get like Mari in the room and get theirself a bonnet, because they're having a baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> and like you, are not, you are in, the guy who isn't the father can't celebrate like they normally do on Mori, because they could be mortally wounded, morally wounded. Or, uh, you know, at least just dinged up a little bit. Oh, yeah, man, I just, this is, Mur, I, I think, this is, Alan, a little bit ago, you were like, I would be MAGA for a million dollars to be rich. Yeah. I, still, still I, I'm, I might, I might go down this road. I might go down this slippery slope with you. This isn't stopping. Like well, to yeah, be at MAGA I, or just to, to, to do in gender reveal parties? <laughs> or doing MAGA gender reveal parties? Ooh, Ooh, man. <laughs> Well, then you can then you can implement all of my ideas. <laughs> yeah, Ske- skeet like shooting, we, like, like you, shoot, you shoot, you shoot like like fucking like you throw like paint grenades at pictures of Obama and shit, like all types of goofy shit. We can go, we can go crazy with this shit. Yeah, you know? I think, and, and it's got to be red themed though. You know, isn't that? Yeah. It's, it's somehow obviously there's a pink and a blue. It's, and you can't change that, but there's got to be some. There's got to be red somewhere. Or. Do we only do MAGA gender reveals for boy kids? Like, we like, hey, what, what kind of kid is? Nah, uh-uh. can't do it. You can have any other theme in the catalog, but MAGAs are for dudes. All right? That's it. We we only pander to future presidents, and that's yeah. not happening for a female no. ever. So. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then mom just becomes a pinata if it comes out and think. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. Done. Got yeah. God, you could do, like, zoo-themed ones where some, if you, if you have access to, like, a... <clears throat> I don't know, Murr, you live by a petting zoo. We've talked about it. There's a tiger there that's blind, and, and I don't know. It's kind of more like a Dr. Seuss type thing. Uh, but maybe maybe there's somewhere that has a hyena, and you can just put out some sort of carcass, and the hyena just goes, goes ballistic on it. Inside it, there's a something pink or blue. Yeah. Piranhas eating something. I mean, you, you die like a fish. You, put, you inject dye into it and throw in a piranha tank. Hey. Our, our shitty zoo now has two white lions, by the way. And it, and because it's a shitty zoo, they're way too close to the visitors, and the cage is way too too flimsy to have two fucking lions inside See, of it. See, what you do is you paint the lions blue and pink, and then you let the parents go into the cage, and whichever one attacks, that's most likely going to be the child. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So that's going to be a single parent, whatever it is, but either way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Middle class holes, everyone. Murr, Allen, and Foxman throwing out million dollar ideas every time. Every goddamn show we do. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to shift focus to a segment we like to call 
Nostra Dumbass. And this week on Nostra Dumbass, there's a 5,000-mile seaweed belt that's headed for the Sunshine State of Florida. Murr, give him the, give him the skinny. Yeah. Well, I think you pretty much gave him the skinny. The, apparently, the climatologists of the world believe that the warming of the Earth's atmosphere, hence climate change, has shifted something also in our in, on the oceanic front. And these kelp belts, they often come loose, and they do often come ashore, but they've never been as big as this. 5,000 miles, that's almost the, the coastline of the entire eastern seaboard of the United States, Headed for Florida specifically, we know that Florida holds a special place in all of our hearts. But uh, Nostradamus, I do have to know, is there more to the story than just a biological belt of seaweed coming adrift on the American shores? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I saw this in a vision back in 1615 when I was in a K-hole at a rave in Budapest. And let me tell you. Something told me that the state of Florida was going to make some questionable moral decisions that might lead them to an invasion of seaweed. And I think mm. that's where we're at. We're really karma is what is what is what's at work here, I believe. Uh, you know, and it sucks because that's a lot of kelp and that's a, they have nice beaches. You know, I, I want to go dip my toes in the sand. But what am I supposed to do? You can't even swim there now, I believe. Right. And that, that new shit. I, I, I don't go in the water. I mean, I get. I mean, it's, it's Floridians, man. It's That's toxic. <laughs> toxic seaweed. Well, okay. Now, is it almost um, is it almost racist to go after Florida since it was not only founded by the Spanish, but is also inhabited by essentially all Spanish-speaking people at this point? Yeah, but as uh, a Latino Nostra dumbass, uh, we don't really claim them. They're mostly mm. Cubans, and they're kind of all about it. So, like. That's okay. They're basically just white people. Uh, and we're cool with that. At least this Nostradamus is cool. Now, Nostradamus, can you roll uh, seaweed into cigars, which is what I feel like the, uh, oh, the Cubanos will be doing uh, as soon as this stuff is uh, made profitable in some capacity? Oh, definitely. There will be a black market. Um, it's probably open now. Honestly, the Cubans and the Haitians are probably going to run that up the flagpole, and you're going to see a lot of, a lot of really musty, fucking cigars in your local shops here in the next couple weeks but crafty and industrial people are those minorities so yeah good for them master dumbass i have a question uh <clears throat> five thousand mile ring mm. belt of seaweed mm -hmm. do you foresee that any of the hippie dippies who like to eat or spread seaweed over various uh food products salads Mm -hmm. uh, subs, sandwiches, not Cubans, not Cuban yeah, sandwiches. No, definitely <laughs> not. Don't allow that. But uh, do you foresee the, Do you foresee it like like the kale storm that took place five years ago? Do you foresee a, a a seaweed storm in our diet anytime soon? So I would under normal circumstances, but again, we're dealing with a unique creature in the state of Florida. Okay, if this was if this was a five thousand mile seaweed belt hitting fucking Orange County, California, then yeah, absolutely. That shit would be in your in your local sweet green tomorrow and get you a bowl with some, some quinoa and some fucking fresh Pacific seaweed. But no, I don't believe so. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try to just blow it up, most likely. I think just fire and explosives is probably gonna be the MO. Uh, and then we go back to using the beaches and Florida and it up. Just really doing some stuff. Being old, snowbirds, 
most likely Jewish, but hating other Jews. You know, it's a lot of stuff going. A lot of lot of layers of complexity down in the Florida population. But what to answer your question? No, they eat meat. Fuck that seaweed. Senior senior sex communities. You know? Yeah, senior sex communities and golf carts. Yeah, all types of stuff. Now, are there any other implications for the um, I don't know the unsettlement, the, the 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 migration of the the kelp belt here? Is there a reason that beyond just climate change, could there possibly be an underwater settlement settlement being developed? And due to renovations, they unlocked this kelp belt, and it's now drifted ashore. Is there alien implication? Is there some sort of religious implication? Um, is it all just science, or is there more to the story? No, you, I mean, you're on to something there, uh, uh, Andrew. Um, yeah, because, look, I'll let you know a little secret. Mm. As, uh, as the interest rates rise mm. and property gets scarce mm. on dry land, there's a lot of primo construction going on down in, in the underwater areas of the Caribbean. And so, yeah, you're right. A lot of, a lot of terraforming the seabed requires getting, cutting down forests of kelp and sending them towards the Florida coast. So, look, yeah, a little bit of climate change. Yeah, a little bit of a, a man-made fucking disaster. Shit in one hand, wishing the other, right? Doesn't really matter. And then clap. <laughs> doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter. Right? Maybe, maybe it'll be blue. Maybe it'll be pink. Maybe it, it could, be, could be purple. Who knows? Fuck. Florida will have a problem with it, though. Master Dumbass, uh, are you familiar with the term uh, or the figure of speech, the boy who cried wolf or yes. the person who cried wolf this day? Uh -huh. okay. yep. So uh, according to scientists, uh, this seaweed is going to emit by just by virtue of its being stagnant uh, and traveling and then washing ashore uh, very pungent gases. Do you foresee a situation where uh, couples, particularly older couples, where the wives accuse the men of farting over and over and over again, and they say, it's, it wasn't me? Uh, 100%. I, I plan on blaming my own farts for kelp here shortly. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think you should take up the same tactic. You, you, get, you know, while she's sleeping, just get real close. Get in her mouth. And then, and then be like, it's the kelp. The kelp. The kelp's coming up the, sea, the seaboard, man. I can't help it. These noxious fumes coming out of all places. Because of this kelp, and and to piggyback, to piggyback on uh, Wes's very scientific question, um, is this a huffable gas that could potentially, I don't know, replace some recreational drug use? The only gases allowed in Florida are huffable. Okay, fair enough. So that's absolutely. Look, get you get you a plastic bag with some paper towels and just get it on in there and stick your head in. You'll be good to go. Easy peasy. Not 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 a lot of accoutrement. Not a lot of tools uh just very simple you know breathe deep breaths and trips to the netherworld not a dumbass last question for me uh i'll leave it tomorrow after this yeah. they called like <clears throat> remember it was el nino and then there was something similar to it i think 15 yeah. years after it and then el nino came back not too terribly long ago why did scientists not take advantage of an opportunity to give a phenomenon like this a name mm. like El seaweed or la siwada. Mm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good that's a good point. I think you know we understood historians and people who pontificated about the future, such as I, uh, we understood that 
introducing more than two Latino names into a predominantly white culture is a risky game. So we'll just keep it at seaweed, right? That that just makes it easy for everybody. We don't want to we don't want to scare a lot of people. It's it's already a, a concerning situation. There's no need to add layers of race into it or um, ethnicity. Well, my final question actually has nothing to do with the seaweed. I would like to know exactly who you were jamming out with at this K-hole party in 1640s. Oh, in the 1640s, it was like me. It was fucking. I don't even. I don't even have a fucking historically accurate fucking people. Napoleon was Napoleon around? <laughs> I, I did not look up historically accurate celebrity names to name the celebrity name drop for you. But likewise, I was in a K-hole, so I don't remember. Good point. It could have been anybody. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, Nostradamus. Perhaps it's when he crossed paths with the real Nostradamus. Look, it was <laughs> this guy. Look, it was it was three a.m. and it was the room was lit by candles. I don't really know what was happening. Just lots of people touching each other, and I was lit by ketamine. <laughs> I was on a horse tranquilizer, doing this. They caught it something else back then. Thank you, gentlemen. Something tiger tranquilizer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nostra Dumbass. Appreciate the uh, the profound thoughts. And folks, if you're down in the Florida area and you have any uh, intel, pictures, video, uh, anything you got of this goddamn seaweed attack, I'd, they're not calling it a seaweed attack. It's a phenomenon for the most part. I mean, yeah, right? it is kind of it is just kind of crazy as not Nostra Dumbass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, definitely help. Actually, Nostradamus, one final question before you go. Um, how many Karens are going to be asking for refunds uh, to resorts that had nothing to do with this natural phenomenon? I'm not going to lie. I think I already saw one on like Facebook. It was like, oh, my, my Disney trip is ruined now. And was it? Is that what ruined it? Was it the seaweed? <laughs> or was so, it your, uh, your whorish attitude? All, all of them. All of the Karens are going to be very upset about not being able to stay in their timeshares in Kissimmee to go to Animal Kingdom for a day. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a problem. Yeah, I, that that article definitely made note of it ruining vacations. Like oh, yeah. Times. It's, 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 it's going to ruin the summer. It's going to ruin the beach. going to ruin the Florida. Everyone vacationed down there. Yeah. I, was like, I don't know. They didn't need to like, ruin. How about... How about locals? How about people who fucking live there? How about Mexico? How about the Caribbean islands? You know, they made no mention of that. Florida's going to be ruined. They were like, you're not going to be able to go to South Beach. Fucking do ecstasy. What are we going to do? Uh, seaweed. <laughs> That's all they got, though, really. It's just vacations. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Let's, uh, let's get to it. I think Mer. I'm, I'm feeling good about this week. The end of March, opening day today. I feel I feel like this week was a good week of the Tearaway OMG Fun Facts. Let's get to it. It's officially time for your amazing facts. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group and our brand new friends at Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth. If you believe you have a whimsical theory about why the Earth is not a globe, please share your thoughts, share your links, share your research that you have none of. Make up some research and then share your research with the Flat Earth Science Advocates for, Group for Truth Club on Facebook. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know it's estimated that the Colosseum in Rome could hold up to 55,000 spectators 
as many as Dodger Stadium can hold today. Damn. Damn I, I didn't know the exact number, but if uh, I knew it was just north of 50. Mm-hmm. And I heard, I think I saw that because um, I was genuinely curious about comparing, you know, overlaying the Coliseum with modern day football stadiums. Mm-hmm. And they're actually pretty comparable. Some, some of these monstrous, you know, uh, Division One, like Big Ten or SEC football schools are just, you know, just too much. Oh, yeah. But like some of the, the common NFL ones, like for instance, just, you know, a, a quarter to a half mile away, M&T, it's pretty comparable. That I mean, that fucker square footage and the overlay is is right in there, except that's, you know, thousands of years older. Well, we've got WrestleMania coming up, and I remember that, what, the Pontiac Silverdome, like, they set, like, an indoor, like, you know, attendance record with the, what, WrestleMania three and with, with the, the slam heard around the world with Hogan and Andre. Yeah, and they and lied they, about attendance. and How many did they say it was, like 120,000 or some shit? 94,000. 94,000. So that's it double made, that. It was probably... Uh, someone th- did did kind of a a mini or a micro census where you know you take a small area and then you just kind of multiply it around. So it's probably more like seventy eight to seventy nine thousand. Okay, it's still impressive. Well, the reason I I I wonder about that is because like when they show pictures of people who had the nosebleeds at the Pontiac Silverdome, I mean you're talking about looking down at like the square footage of maybe like half a penny. Like you see like this little teeny tiny like. Like if you were gonna if you were gonna like make the Pontiac Silverdome in a bottle, like that's what the wrestling ring w- would look like. And right. I'm like, why would you? Why would you? Why was why that, is that enjoyable to watch? No. Would you even know somebody's like getting slammed? Like once once Andre's back hits, it would take like four seconds for the sound to fucking reach your ears. Just <laughs> <laughs> tell your kid that's Andre down there. Really? He's a giant. He's a sure giant. is. <laughs> So what I'm getting at is, is if there's two guys in the middle of a sand pit with uh, four four foot fucking like daggers, like ready to fucking ram through each other's hearts, eh, you know, I'd feel bad for the guy at the top who didn't get to see the blood spill because he's too far away. Mm. And imagine they didn't have spectacles or any type of spectacles that we know about. You know, for damn sure, half that stadium was like squinting. What the hell? You know, no contacts, nothing to help out. Good Maybe point. that's a survival of the fittest, unless back then most of those people just died off. I don't know. That's well, well, possible. <laughs> on that, and on that positive note, did you know, in 2018, a study in the Journal of Pediatrics and Child Health concluded that it takes, on average, 1.71 days to poop out a swallowed Lego. Mm, that's why it took so long when I was a kid. Jesus. <laughs> No, I did swallow two Legos uh, a few years apart. Um, one was a complete accident. I was just farting around with my brother. It's like, be like, ha ha, go, go, go. And tried, then tried to like kind of do the old like. Yeah, just let it go. Just let it yeah. go. 1.71 days. Damn. Pointy edges. They ain't coming now, out. I, didn't come hold out. on. I, I have to modify this fact. That is a Lego head. Now, if you're aware, the Lego heads are kind of rounded off. Yeah, they're not easy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's easy. Now, now, if you swallowed yourself like a uh, a four by two, yeah, I mean, yeah. n- now that you might feel that one on the way out. You might feel that bitch on the way down, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> that shit is gonna hurt. <laughs> you're, you're scraping esophagus and sphincter. Yeah, you're ca- like catching a fucking vocal cord on the way down. Like this, that's a nightmare scenario. Yeah. I I remember. I thought I almost died. I I swallowed a. I was eating chips, and I guess I swallowed too soon, and it was Doritos. And it was like, I, I don't know, I'm going to say like a half inch by maybe a half inch. And somehow, instead of just like, you know, going down like 
the right way. It went down like the pointed edge was at the front of my throat and the other pointed edge is at the back of my throat. And I felt like someone was just literally like taking a two-sided razor blade and just going straight down the inside of me. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die from this. I'm going to die from this. Yep. Damn you, Doritos. There was a, a, a mutual friend of ours, Mer Teddy, uh, who swallowed a beer cap. Ugh. Why? Uh, I didn't really get to the why. I just assumed there was no good. No, there's no good reason for it. Uh, so, you know, t- t- unless trying to impress a chick, I would be my guess. But I just said, uh, I was actually at a networking event re- uh, Wednesday, what, last night. Yeah. And uh, we we're just pounding around with a couple of buddies, and one's got a baby girl. And he was like, Yeah, she uh, swallowed a quarter like recently. We were like, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, did you find it? Like to come out? And he was like, well, we didn't look too hard, but we assumed so. Yeah. It's like, you're going to get a call at like 21. Your daughter's in college. She's going to be in an emergency room. Like, dad, why is there a quarter in my fucking colon? <laughs> I have to have emergency surgery. <laughs> you're going to have a kid dead. come out like home, <laughs> coming out with change in her hands. Yeah. Is he- I need to write in uh, OMG fun facts. Tell them how long it takes a quarter to digest. Yeah. <laughs> Got a part of a decade. God, I thank, thank God, my boy. Like, I, I, thankfully, mommy has scared him to death of germs, so he doesn't fucking he he's never put anything in his mouth that's been questionable. Thank God for that. Did you know, in the 1960s, Sean Connery's younger brother Neil, who was not an actor agreed to star in a James Bond knockoff called Operation Kid Brother. In it, he played the younger brother of the UK's premier <laughs> super spy, and his character's name was Dr. Neil Connery. Damn, he looks just like him. Damn. Didn't know that. I guess, Hey, listen, yeah. that's, this goes back to the old make that money, you know? <clears throat> Even Old, old time Neil Connery looked like evil Sean Connery. <laughs> Good <laughs> Oh. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it's just every famous, like, you know, like, royalty figure older brother has that fucking dickbag younger brother who fucking just goes to make the money. Like, so this is what he looks like, but, like, tell me that's not fucking evil Sean, uh, evil young Sean Connery. Oh, my God. He's got, like, all the, like, bad features yeah. enhanced. Like, this is that this is what they did to characters in that time period to make them evil. They gave him the pencil thin mustache and like the little dark goatee. Like, yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's, I'm trying to pinpoint who he looks like. I, I, right? going, I think I, I think I got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I had to come back. I thought something happened. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm just like screen share. No, no, okay, okay. it's going to be a fucking professional wrestler. I know it's going to be a professional wrestler manager or a character like a like a like a character with two lines from a fucking movie from like 1994. No, it's volleyball or something. Ben Kingsley. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Like uh, that, that the one with the goatee to me, I was like, damn, that is kind of like Sean Connery and Ben Kingsley had a kid and they had a gender reveal party. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was like a kilt. It was a kilt colored. I was like, yeah, what is, how does that go down? What's, what's that one like? I don't know. Uh, they, they flip those logs. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the yeah. cabers, the caber toss. I always wanted to do the caber toss. It's yeah. got a low center of gravity and I'm kind of strong for my size. I want to fucking flip that motherfucker. Yeah. There's, there's, there's bagpipes just going on in the background. Yep. 
My balls. Or bagpipes with the blue powder comes out of it. Oh, <laughs> mm. and I have a feeling when I toss that caber, all that all that jostling around, there's going to be a gender reveal party of my own going on. <laughs> That's where that quarter went. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know where some people see an unremarkable traffic feature, the UK Roundabout Appreciation Society sees beauty, proclaiming the humble circular intersection as an oasis on a sea of tarmac. The UK RAS admires the beauty of roundabouts, big and small. The president of the association is called the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Fucking turd, man. English people, man, I swear. Uh, Dude, th- there is the most useless traffic circle inside a, it's a Cecil College, like, offshoot school, like a, like a satellite school in Elkton, and for no reason at all, like, there is a traffic circle in the parking lot. And I always just, like, don't use it. I just go straight left <laughs> just because uh, there's no cars at all because it's a parking lot for no one because no one goes there. It's the most ridiculous thing. They're, they're useless. Americans love to stop. Americans love to soft stop, okay? We like to stop and go. We don't like the complete stop, and that's okay. Just be safe. Fucking traffic circles. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan. But aren't... Aren't the 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 circles with the four year, four way? Aren't they the aren't aren't they designed to be? And data shows that they're incredibly safe. They're yes. well, they're supposed to. Data shows that if used properly, a lot of these contraptions are wildly safe and wildly efficient. However, when you start to work in the modern American public who only backs up with their reverse camera and smashes into the bumpers of every car next to them, no, they're not working out so well. The zipper merge is supposed to be the most efficient merge in all the lands, but you've got twat bags who will ride around in fucking diesel trucks with balls hanging off the trailer hitch and smoke coming out of stacks that they've post-fabricated onto their trucks. They try to skirt traffic and get as far up in line as they can before they ram their fucking vehicle into line because what you gonna do what you gonna do brother yeah yeah no yeah well that's a that's an argument in this house because my wife don't believe in a zipper merge and i'm like bitch <laughs> it's common sense goddamn it. <laughs> just do it one on one off or one off one on however you want it to yeah man it boggles my mind that people like, don't, don't stop in the lane a fucking quarter mile back go to the front of the fucking line goddamn it and everybody should just be nice but no that's what that's what I'm saying. And so when it comes to traffic circles, you've got some 80-year-old grandmother who actually looks through the steering wheel from below the steering wheel. She looks out the windshield from down here and she's just like, "You know what? I'm just going to be safe about this and I'm going to stop and let all traffic go around the circle whether they're turning or not." <laughs> and then you, nobody goes anywhere. But yes. I theoretically. Appreciate, I appreciate your appreciation. <laughs> That's such a good show. <laughs> I too am a Lord of the Ring. <laughs> and finally, sang by Neil Connery, of course. <laughs> I, I want to hear him talk now. I want to hear that guy like say say something. It's probably yeah. real nasally. I yeah. imagine James Bond. It was it was the name of the show Pete Bond or something. No, is a doctor. His last name was Connery. Neil, uh, Doctor Neil Connery. Oh, this was another one I missed over. Did you know uh, Connery first got into bodybuilding? No. Yeah, it, this is kind of like 
pre-Mr. Universe. So when you see it now, it's going to be kind of somewhat unimpressive. But to what the aesthetic that they were going for back then, apparently he was not not Mr. Universe impressive, but, you know, could place in a few bodybuilding shows impressive. It's it. I mean, I could, you know, <clears throat> it's still pretty impressive. And do you know he wore a hairpiece in Bond? I do. I do know that. I do know he hated it, and he never wanted to wear it, but it was just like, all right, it's part of the character. As soon as he could take that thing off, he took it off. James Bond ain't bald, Connery. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker's like Ric Flair. Unless, like, like, yeah, he couldn't be like a Sean Connery bald. You gotta just be, it's gotta be bald. Like, full bald, if you're gonna give me a bald Bond. You know what I'm saying? You can't have any of, like, the little little ring half Okay. How about like Jason Statham? Could Jason Statham be a bald Bond for you? Yeah, that's a full bald, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Like skin skinhead, fucking you could you could be a Bond, but if you got like some some scragglies or something, I'm supposed to believe you're a fucking debonair international ladies' man spy. If you got fuck, if you're male pattern balding, fuck off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's also there's also a type. Like I mean, you said Statham. Like Bill Burr can't be Bond. Yeah. He shaped. You can't have a Bill Burr like, hey, exactly. I'm getting Bond. <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> He's charming in his own way. <laughs> yeah, not James Bond. Yes. Maybe it's your younger brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Neil a, Connery. It's more like if James Bond was like a, like a trash man from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> but also solved crimes, kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that fucking uh, Emilio Estevez Sean Connery movie. Met at work. Uh, uh, Emilio Estevez is wait Sean Connery's in that? You mean Emilio no, Estevez? No, no, he meant okay. Emilio oh, Estevez, and yeah. But the, the, Emilio Estevez and Sean and, and Charlie Sheen. Sorry, yes. but, but they Men at work. But they do get into like a crime thing, right? They, yes. They're, yeah. While they're throwing out trash, they they come across like, ooh, this seems fishy. We should solve some crimes now. <laughs> That's that is a bad bad movie. That's that's, no, that's, that's a good bad movie. That's never gonna what? I don't know. I think it's bad, really bad. It's it, it's entertaining. When we get to my good bad movie, I will explain the difference between a good bad movie and a bad good movie. This was what I've experienced this <laughs> past week. And finally, did you know if you find yourself itchy after lying on grass, it's because you're slightly injured. Grass blades have trick combs tiny hairs that can cause micro abrasions on the skin. When sweat seeps in, it's literally like pouring salt on a wound. Yeah. I didn't know that. They're like, uh, they're like grass lectins, Wes. Yeah, yeah. oh, God, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, taking it back. Dr. Stephen Gundry. Yeah. With the ti- tiny chemical razor blades in your diet, <laughs> cutting your gut up. Um, I, and aren't they worse elsewhere? Isn't the North American grass kind of uh, subtle? Uh, as opposed to some other... Uh, oh, I'm sure. We probably have a much less robust grass than yeah. most places in the world. Well, I mean, if you go to, like, certain parts of, like, you know, uh, like Bigfoot country, let's call mm. it, uh, yeah. you probably find some grasses in there. But, yeah, Utah, you can get you into some, like, African savanna grass and just, you might as well just amputate a fucking leg. Their shits are, like, <laughs> razor bl- baseball bats made of razor blades. Like, it's fucking <laughs> insanity. Yeah, <laughs> I... I was watching a Naked and Afraid, and they were like, listen, don't touch this tree. And they're like, what? Like, you can't tell it, but if you touch this tree, you are going to be poisoned, and you might die. Like, yeah. don't, don't, even, don't even graze it. And, yeah, yeah, like, the bark's got, like, 
yes, these micro fibers on it, and then they wait, they get into your skin, they creep and crawl in, and they got a poison, and they'll fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so America's pretty safe. Pretty, yeah, pretty... It's like where it's like where fucking like antelope go to fucking avoid getting killed by lions because lions are like ah fuck that grass it's gonna fuck me up like yeah. you know what I mean it's that kind of shit like and, and one would think that the antelope is willing to put up with getting cut by this grass to avoid the lion when in fact Mother Nature has sunk in and evolution has taken its place and the antelope are impervious to it yeah skin, that's, that's, that's how that shit goes yeah yeah. It's like uh, the naked and afraid. So this is a good point. Like they always uh, surround. If they're in Africa, they surround themselves with thorns. <clears throat> like thorn Eddie, because there's all types of fucking thorn bushes in fucking Africa. Everything's got thorns, and they do that shit. And they're like, yeah, because them leopards are cats and they're bitches. They won't walk in. <laughs> they won't walk into thorns because they're like house cats, except huge. <laughs> and that's I how just, they I just remember there was a time where I grabbed the blade of grass. Oh, this makes me squirm. I'm look. I'm I'm already rubbing my thumb too. I grabbed the blade of grass, this huge blade of grass, and I went to pull it, and my hand slipped up it, and it just razor bladed all the way down my thumb. And, oh, God, I must have been like eight or nine, and I fucking wince every time I think about it. So thanks for that memory. It's a paper cut from nature. It's Mm. fucking awful. And it burned like a motherfucker, just like they're talking about. But that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. All right. On to nights before you go, folks. Uh, we try to give you about once every four to six weeks a good, bad movie review. Murr had a movie in mind, a very sound movie, a very, I would say, safe movie in the realm of good, bad movies. Uh, what was it? Underdog? No. was it? What did Bench you have? Bench Originally, warmers. I was picking bitch, war- bitch warmers. Bench warmers. Bitch warmers is something I watched this morning before the sun came up. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> <laughs> Bench Warmers uh, starring uh, Rob Schneider, uh, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, and David Spade. And then you guys brought up Drumline, and you were like, "That should." Alan said, that should be a good, bad movie. And then I agreed with him. So I chose to watch Drumline as my good, bad movie for this week's review. Uh, now, we didn't do any research when we made that decision to uh, change things up. And if you go over to Rotten Tomatoes... Rotten Tomatoes actually gives it a very favorable they do. review, which I'm actually equally uh, surprised by. So, uh, either one of you guys watch Drumline? Uh, I have seen it multiple times. I don't know why. Uh, so, I did not rewatch it, but I'm pretty intimately aware of what happens in that film. So, <laughs> I have, Wesley, have you? I have watched it. I did not watch it in lieu of your recent curveball because I got about halfway through bench warmers and I was like, well, fuck that. I'm not watching drumline. So <clears throat> I did the cliff notes version. I watched uh, about 14 to 15 scenes on uh, YouTube in order to bring myself back up to speed on the little nuances, read the plot, made a lot of sense. Some things I remember, some things I was like, oh shit, I totally forgot about that. Uh, <clears throat> especially with Orlando, uh, uh, the, the, the sprite guy. Yeah. It's Cliff of Washington, or Cl- right? It's, yeah, that's his name from the fucking replacements. <laughs> yeah, as the uh, as the, the the band leader or conductor yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yes, uh, I'm did not rewatch it, but I'm I'm pretty up to speed. Okay. Well, I got to tell you, it's a uh, 82% fresh on the thermometer on yes. Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which this is, but this this is the telling factor here, though. Only 70% for an audience score, so it's still fresh but not quite as fresh as the uh, the critics might review it. 
Um, I have some theories on that. Uh, Alan said that uh, – what, what was your exact quote about why you were glad I did this so that I'd have to watch a uh, a black movie? Is that Predominantly your... black movie, yeah. <laughs> Which I have yeah, no... – Your take on it. I have no problem with it. What I, The blackness of the movie, here's what I'll say it's done. One, I don't think critics were as critical of this particular film because – of the era in which we were getting into back in the mid two thousands when this movie came out. Um, what I'll say is it is a classic, uh, white coming of age story simply done like 10 years after most of your classic white coming of age movies, almost like the black community was just like, yo, fuck those white movies about coming of age. They don't apply to us. But then you realize through watching Drumline that there is a universal point that is made in all of these types of films, that there is no racial barrier when it comes to coming of age. It's just this is the way it happens for everyone. And it's a very uniting film if you've never watched it. Uh, Nick Cannon plays a kind of a Drumline aficionado. He's, he's, like, he's like the first-round draft pick to an all-black school. He goes there. Of course, he's cocky, can't read music. But he's still the cock of the walk, baby. He's still the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. The Bret Hart of drummers on the drum line. But he's got some growing up to do, you know? He's got to face up to the guy who used to be like him, who learns and learns. They learn from each other. He's a hard ass to Nick Cannon, but Nick Cannon then learns that that hard assiness is all about love. And he just needs to learn respect. And that's what comes from this film. Friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and and giving away to the old way of thinking, uh, because even uh, Doctor Lee, played by Orlando Jones, he is stuck. He is stuck playing the classic hits, and finally learns through his students that maybe, maybe that this new age music that we've all begin to love, uh, the pop music, if you will, it has some musical musical credibility, and maybe he too should embrace the new type yeah. of drumline that yeah. could be present if he would only change his old ways. Yeah. You can't, it can't always be earth, wind, and fire. You know what I mean? If you're going to go to the Superdome in New Orleans and take your band, you better fucking play Petey Pablo, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Petey Pablo yeah. is going to perform with yeah. your band. Petey Pablo is going to fucking come out with your band. It's, it's going to be a thing. So, yeah. No. Yeah. It is actually not a terrible movie. Like, it's not. It's, it's not, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not 82%. And, that's for fucking sure. And what I'll say about it, though, as far as it being a predominantly African-American movie, uh, it, it couldn't be done with white people. White people don't have enough rhythm to perform in a movie uh, as such. In fact, uh, what I also found pretty fascinating about this is, like, your all-white movies from, like, the, the 90s, which is essentially what this is, just done in, in black form, is that they all had the, the token... Uh, black guy in them that had to learn the culture along the way well this too has the token white guy in it that has to learn the culture along the way we i think if white folk would watch drumline and black folk would go back what would be a comparable movie uh to something like this well you're not going to get any type of like coming of age band movie from the 80s i don't know like like breakfast club Okay, um, maybe just, not Breakfast Club. Too white, though. <laughs> That's the problem. If we can find... It could be all-white movie. It just needs to be about a topic that's reasonably flavorful. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Molly Ringwald is mayonnaise personified. Like, it's... Good point. Good point. I would say, I would say the movie... 
a movie like Rudy, like might it, it may not translate to the black community because the black community is so much better at sports than we are. They'd be like, why that white boy even on the team? Like they wouldn't understand. But maybe through his tenacity, they would be like, okay, maybe we're all kind of the same, just a little bit. And then watching Drumline, it's like, oh, maybe we're all a little bit Nick Cannon. So maybe we're, I think it's it's I think if you could maybe put like some white supremacists in the room with Antifa. Like maybe we could have like a little bit of a conversation in this country to get us somewhere. Like yeah. higher learning. Look, there's. A, I think you're right. I think you're on to something. But there's always like, there's the risk, right? Let me play devil's advocate. Let me be like okay. a, a fucking conservative guy. Fucking watches drumline, and he was like, he's never going to succeed because he's a inner city thug. Look at him. He's just he can't he can't deal with authority. And then he turns the movie off, and then he just goes through res the rest of his life being like. Them inner city thugs, they can't make drum lines because they can't comport themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's gonna be a contingent that watches that movie and is like, see, N word. Like, they're gonna they're going to they're going to think something like out of pocket for no fucking reason. But Other if they finish but if they finish the film, if they, if they finish do, the film. Yeah. Yeah. This to me, this also had like a very like coach. Do you guys remember Coach? Yeah. Uh, and and uh Oh Christ! What was uh, the unnecessary roughness? You have you have Atlanta A and T, so you gotta have the fake college, uh, yeah. and then it's this this hard ass. It kind of, first of all, it, it separated the marching band from this like militant style, left, right, left, and we're gonna play John Philip Sousa at halftime. There was a like a hip hop element to it. Christ, I remember around that time when Vince Carter got drafted. They showed him he wasn't in the band, but he was a band leader at his high school. And they showed a they showed a video of it, and these motherfuckers were like getting down at halftime. Vince yeah. Carter didn't play football. These motherfuckers. This turned into like, and I'm not saying this to be, I'm not saying this as an insult. It was like a goddamn like a like a goddamn jamboree going on at halftime. It was it, it was a show, and I think Drumline tried to bridge that gap between what people you know, marching band is cool. Okay, Margie made us cool. This was made in 2002. But then it got into this thing where it was like, you are going to work harder than you've ever worked in your entire life. And these guys doing all these push-ups and shit. And I was like, fuck, man, I get that marching band is strenuous and requires a certain amount of physical activity. But don't sit here and be like, this is it. You're, you're going to drag this goddamn snare drum around. And you're going to be a goddamn machine. You're going to be more in shape than the fucking football team. I th that's where I was like, all right, this is a bit corny. We'll see, but like, it had it had to be corny to an extent. I will say though, that's that's one of the cultural things, right? Like, they take that shit that seriously down there. Like, sure, so, yeah. Like, I agree with you. I was like, what? Go and see why are they hazing him in the rain? He's just plays, he just plays <laughs> air drum, and he doesn't even have to carry it. It's it's strapped to him. Like, I don't understand. But it, they do take that shit super. That shit's more important than their shitty football teams. True. Like, yes, you know I mean? I'm. Like you, don't to the, you don't go to the Grambling game to watch Grambling. You fucking go for the band. Yeah, to the fictitious uh, uh, Atlanta A and T. The 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 football or the this the marching band superseded the football team. The other thing that was pimped too was also that they had that homecoming game where the team the opposing teams uh, was it the the, oppo the opposing teams um, band had, broke out the baby powder. And then uh, Nick yeah, and right. started started playing it, and a riot broke out. That was not not choreographed, man. It was a fuck fighting each other at the half field. Like and, that right there, that that would have been like, see, they they can't have nice things. 
there's going to be one white guy who sits down to watch that shit and be like, this, this is why. And like, <laughs> now, why would he Why would he hit his drum? Why would he do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have to know that's disrespectful. He egged him on. He egged him on. He, well, you know what? I'm not saying I don't condone it, but he deserved it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That and, and why in the world would they put two bands on the same field during a homecoming? They got to know this goddamn, these people, the tensions are high. <laughs> All right, so it's a rivalry, and, yeah. and it's going to get out of hand. He definitely was going to say these people, <laughs> and, they, and these band leaders they they don't have they don't have control they don't have control of their players. It's just uh, a, a, a fight's breaking out. They're still chopping their hands up and down with the goddamn baton in their head, like like they're still leading something. It's like next That's, year they need to increase police presence. That's all I know. Like a like West Side Story broke out. That's what they should have played. West Side Story kept things civil. They need to lead them down to the penitentiary, if you ask me. <laughs> why did why did, why did two white guys and, and and a Nicaraguan guy start making fun of white people? Why <laughs> not? Because we're ripe for it. Yeah, it's, good. It's, it's, yeah it's easy picking sometimes. <laughs> oh, but I will also say I was a little uh. Mm. I don't know, man. You had uh, old old Zoe Saldana. Oh, like, yeah, so oh. young Aunt Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah. young, you can't tell. There's no difference between like whatever. That's true. Chocolate don't age, sir. Oh man. Oh, just yeah. as fresh as the day it was packaged. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. that, my friends, is my official review of my good bad movie Drumline. I recommend, but don't don't look to be blown away. But just look to be uh, like, hey, we're all the same. It's a cultural movie that should be uh, cherished by all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look to be snared away. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, shit, yeah, good, bad, movie ruined. This is like a Nick Cannon coming of age story, too. That's when yeah. he was he was starting to break in the mold of like rapper actor. Yeah, this is like pre-15 kids, Nick Cannon. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I will say, I will say, uh, very charming. A very, it plays a very charming character, which I don't think is very far from his own character. Yeah, that's why. Look, that's why that guy's still hosting shows and shit. Like they're still paying that guy a ton of money because of his, that fucking charisma. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just goes around fucking like openly knocking up broads for fun, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, definitely host this daytime show here. Hey, <laughs> have you ever seen Drumline? No. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh shit alan tell the uh tell all the drumline wannabes and all the snare drummers and bass drummers and marching band uh, uh dreamers where you can listen to and find the middle class holes find us at bill's music catonsville frederick road uh no you can fucking find us on all your favorite social media platforms we're uh, at mdl class holes on instagram and twitter uh we're the middle class holes on facebook and tiktok and youtube got it that time and for your listening pleasures Please check us out on Spotify, uh, yep, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. That's right. Don't miss anything? Yeah, no, not not, not worry about it. I think you, I think you'd be good. Uh, only three comments this week. Um, uh, let's see. This comes from the Hogan Brothers, not related. We were talked about Paul Hulk and uh, Ben. Um, Invader Zero Zero says. Good try, mate. Does say, mate. Uh, you're closer to an Australian accent than a New Zealand accent. New Zealand is a deeper tone. Oh, mm. well, thank you. I I appreciate any type of comment, suggestions, love, 
views, clicks, or whatever from our New Zealand. I can can we say brethren? Yeah, yeah, sure we can. Okay, can, can we come down there and fucking I don't know what do you think, what do you do in New Zealand? Drink wine. So wait, they say okay. Right. So wait, so all right, I guess just get the accent right here. So they're saying that New Zealand is a is deeper. So if so if I was to say that's not a knife, that's a knife. So then if I was to do it in Kiwi, I'd go that's not a knife, that's a knife. Oh, I, I don't know. Invader zero zero, hook us up. I was like, I mean, you actually listen to us. Yeah, it's what like uh, it's ten twelve a.m. There, I I mean, basing this off of my very brief, like Paul Hogan, you know what fucks all of us up, steals our coke and something or other. I that that's <laughs> I have no idea. My the sample size is small, so. All right, fair enough. I'll do some more research. All right, next coming from a TikTok. Uh, white people and skeletons, Murr and Alan. This was where you two were arguing about uh, skeletons in the closet between white people and brown people. Uh, Weedus official fan page says, as a white Mexican, I can vouch that milk people are the most passive aggressive. <laughs> he called y'all milk people. He's not wrong. He's, He's not, not wrong. wrong. No, no, no. They're definitely not wrong. I, I agree with Alan to an extent. I just think. Our friend base, we're, we're pretty in your face. Like, we've always been, we've always fucked with each other with what we know about each other, and we know a lot about each other. And mm -hmm. so, at least in our local Perryville friend group, we are like that. But I would say, in the general consensus of the American population, yes, um, Hallmark holiday movies are fairly accurate based on the general population. Yeah. 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 Milk people. He's right. Milk, milk people. I, I'm, I'm going to use that. That's going into the old vocabulary box. <laughs> milk people. Uh, <clears throat> finally, coming out of YouTube shorts, convert a Jehovah's Witness. Ryan Toth. Listen, this is more of a I'm, I, I put this in here because I asked. He didn't answer. Uh, maybe you guys can uh, decode this encrypted uh, message. I saw that movie again recently. There's some sort of movie revolving around Jehovah's Witnesses. Hmm. I don't think so. Did we did we talk about one? Well, no, we were talking about what would it take to convert a Jehovah's Witness to be a normal person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and well, he said I saw that Yeah, I saw that. I saw that movie again recently. And I said what movie hasn't responded. So I figured I'd just ask you two guys like, "Hey, was there something about a Jehovah's Witness?" Uh nah, pr there's probably some popular movie that's very similar in plot line to what we were talking about and he was just trying Kingpin? to mock it. Kingpin? Maybe. Friend Quaid? Yeah, I mean that, that, that's uh that's Amish, but it's the best I can. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's not it. I don't think. <laughs> Do we talk okay. about Passion of the Christ for any reason? <laughs> Maybe he watched that recently. <laughs> I need to watch Kingpin. That's a that's a good good movie. I haven't seen in a while. That is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Hey, uh, guy who commented, come fucking answer. West, Ryan, Ryan Toth. I'll uh, I'll see if I can ping him again and say, hey, look, we we gave you a shout out on the on the old podcast, and you you, you just you came up short, bro. Yeah. What uh what platform was that on? YouTube. It's a short. Let me check yeah. it out. Yeah. I don't... All right, folks. Hey, look, if you're down in Florida, uh, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Cuba, uh, Aruba. I don't know. U.S. Virgin Island, Puerto Rico, Mexico. Let us know how this seaweed. Off the seaweed. Is Hashtag Huff the Weed. <laughs> but the not, seaweed, not regular weed. Nasha Dumbass has foreseen your future, and it's a lot of huffing seaweed yeah. for the next six to eight months. But what, what you should not do is get into a K-hole before you huff it, though. That'll get you. 
It'll be problematic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>